Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness. It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more. Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you. Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Good morning. Today we'll be talking about fitness and exercise, especially important around this time, and we'll let you know why. Thank you, Dr. Shnafa and um, our fitness instructors for coming on this program today. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you all here. Now, Dr. Shnafa, there have been so much, you know, going on. A lot of people are worried. People are literally dropping dead left, right and center. And everybody is like worried, what's going on? Is it the stress? What is going on? Why are people dying? So many people dying. This again is the the last month, the December month. They call them the ember months and people have a lot of fears and so on. But we know that there's a secret weapon that people don't know about and are not using. And that is exercise, fitness and exercise. So can you tell us about fitness and exercise and why it's medically important for people to know about it? Thank you so much, Dr. Pamela. Um, so the, this season, this Ember season is key because, yes, like we, we know, a lot of people have been slumping. There's a lot of slumping and dying effect. I call that the slumping and dying effect. But one of the most underused pills that can alleviate this condition is exercise. I call it an underused pill because exercise has, uh, it's, the, the benefits of exercise, of fitness and exercise is tremendous from blood pressure control to weight control to blood sugar control to help improve mental health to improving overall well-being. So uh, the fitness on its own is pretty much a state of health and well-being whereby someone is able to, you know, do everything they need to do with maximum endurance, maximum resistance, maximum strength. So if you find out that you're going through your day and you're not able to achieve everything you need to do maximally, then you're not physically fit. And that is where exercise comes in as that pill you need to undertake. Exercise is so good for cardiorespiratory health. Cardiorespiratory diseases is still one, cardiovascular diseases is still one of the leading cause of death globally. And it's leading the globe here in Nigeria, in Africa, and one thing I always say is, really, if you do not make time for something as simple as exercise, be ready to make time for sickness. And so if you're, if you're thinking budget, oh, I don't have money, I need to... One thing that is free is exercise. And you don't need to go to the gym. You, you have to think basic. Just get up and move. Just move where you are. Instead of taking the keke, instead of taking the bus, take walk. Just use the staircase instead of using the lift. Simple things like this will improve your heart health and it can bring down your blood pressure, bring down your blood sugar. And, you know, it's just it's just amazing. It's just something that everyone can apply effectively. Now, you've been talking and I know you're, a, you know, a strong advocate of fitness and exercise. And I have to confess that I find difficult, you know, exercise difficult. I've always found exercise difficult. And in fact, one of the reasons why I actually like it when I travel, because what I find is when I travel, 
without any effort, I'm doing 7,000 to up to even 17,000 steps in a day. But when I'm here, pressure, work, you're always sitting down, working, sitting down all the time and not doing the exercise that I need. So what makes you able to get up and go? And how can you inspire others to do so? So one easy thing I do is to use my phone. I set every top of the hour my phone rings or my watch rings. So either one, eight o'clock, your phone is beeping. Nine o'clock, your phone is beeping. So if you're at work from eight to five and every top of the hour, your phone is beeping that you should get up and move. Then you get up and move. By the time you're done listening to one music, music is one thing that makes everybody happy. Whatever genre of music you like, just play that music, put on your headphones and walk for three minutes. Most songs are between three to five minutes. So you could put on your headphones or earphones and just listen to that music that makes you happy, whether jazz, blues, uh, religious music, any type of music. And just move around in your office you don't even need to go outside just move back and forth in your office and that's it another thing you can do is if you're one that's always receives phone calls or you have meetings a lot every time you're on phone stand up and walk just pace back and forth if you're in a meeting hold your phone pace back and forth if you can sign on on your phone just keep pacing back and forth you'll be shocked at how many steps you can get in just within your office it's all about being intentional we need to be intentional and know that this is about our health and because you are prioritizing your health because you are choosing yourself it will prompt you to unconsciously make those decisions that will help improve you help improve your health because you already know that hey this thing is going to help me reduce the, my knees it's going to reduce the pain on my waist it's going to reduce the back pain i feel exercise is so good for even sleep to help improve sleep you know a, a study showed that over 75 percent of primary care visits are related to sleep not sleeping people are not sleeping anymore exercise is that on the use sleeping pill that people are, are, are not using so even to sleep better you can just get up and pace up and down your living room back forth no matter how short it is the thing is the mindset the goal what you want to achieve and because you're being intentional because you're choosing you you'll be able to make you know make time for it so one thing music your phone beeping when you are on a long call even if it's three minutes call just stand up and start pacing where you are and you will realize that you're getting in your steps before the day is over so that's pretty much what motivates me and i, I like to choose myself i like to improve my health so because of that I will do that for me. I think that's, that's inspirational. But I think a number of people still need to know a bit more. Like, for example, they hear you say, you know, this thing is good for cardiovascular health. It will help me reduce my blood pressure. It will help me do... Really? Why? You need to convince them. Okay? So, why are you saying that? Who told you that, as they say? Who told you? I would say because one, this is pretty much all I do. I'm a board certified lifestyle medicine physician. The, the process of training to become board certified, we saw there are a lot of evidence that show that this is can improve this. So it's not just them say them say, it's that there has been numerous studies that have been done to show that 
people that exercised had improved health outcomes than those that did not exercise. We've seen people that exercise had improved blood sugar readings. And really, even if they don't want to, the cost of medication right now will motivate mm. you to actually move. When you remember that your doctor can put you on three times a day medication on your own, you will stand up and start jogging on this sport. It will you just happen. You know, in fact, actually, that actually is a very, very sensitive, very, very sensitive spot. It's not a matter of your doctor can't put you. There are many people who are on medication who simply can't afford it. Where they used to take their medicine every day, some people are saying, well, it's only once or twice a week I can take it. So are you saying that doing this exercise now can help them? How? Something as basic as walking. I'm sure that even before your doctor prescribed your medication, your doctor must have recommended exercise. Lifestyle modification before we talk about medication. But most people do not pick on that lifestyle modification part. Now, that is where I want you. That is the cheaper part. It is actually cheaper. Can you take a walk? That's all. I didn't say you should start running from Lagos to Shagamu. Just walk in your house. You're not competing with anybody. You're not going for Olympics. At your pace, you start slowly. And of course, when you're making these lifestyle changes, you're telling your physician that, hey, doc, I'm beginning to take walks. The problem is they, they don't walk. They just decide to start sprinting, you know? That's where there is now a problem. And you say, ah, somebody was jogging slumped. I'm not going to jog. The question is, did the person walk? There's no way that you will go to school and you have never been to school before and the school will put you in primary three. Even if you're big, they'll put you start, you'll start from nursery at least because they want you to grow and acquire that knowledge. It's the same thing with exercise. Start from KG. If you need to, if you don't need to walk, crawl. After crawling, you walk. After walking, you will increase, start doing brisk walk. Then you start running. Most people just feel like, okay, this is it. I'm going to pick up intensity now. I have become Usain Bolt. And that is where the problem starts from. So the point, don't, don't start wanting to be find out do you have uh, athletic abilities in your genes just walk basic just do the most basic thing ever instead of sitting stand instead of standing walk like that gradually you'll find out that your health is improving and your doctor will be happy you will be happy because you also be saving costs and also actually another part of it is you'll also be looking good because one of the things that i find particularly this december the number of functions the number of events the number of people are giving you so much food to eat everybody puts weight on in december and a lot of us can't afford that weight that we are putting on so i think this is also i think for me is 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 a motivating factor with exercise how do we keep fitting into our clothes as ladies you know times are hard can't be buying new clothes the way we used to so how do we make sure we can stay in in these ones or even fit into some of the ones that Perhaps have, have become a bit tight. And now we can, you know, bring them out, dust them out and, and launch them again. Exactly. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think, uh, you know, you're very right. Now is the time to look at it. Because a lot of people say, you know what, I'll start it in the new year. But you're yeah. right. The time to start it in is now. Thank now. you very much. Thank you. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Chinasa, you were talking about certain conditions requiring specific prescriptions for exercise. Oh, yes. So, um, 
certain conditions like uh, cardiovascular diseases, that's the high blood pressure, heart diseases, you know, peripheral artery diseases, those kind of conditions and uh, metabolic conditions. Uh, those are the like type 2 diabetes and also uh, certain endocrine conditions. They require a specific prescription, especially when the person has not been doing any form of physical activity before. They require um, physician clearance first. So it's important you tell your physician if you have uh, high blood pressure, kidney disease, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, myocardial infarction, you know, such conditions, you have to tell your physician first so that you can get a clearance to go ahead exercising. That's uh -huh. key. Yeah, and even adding to that, even when they get a clearance from their physician, they also need a guided kind of training or exercise regime. I work with several clients. We have to ask them, it's our duty to ask them, do you have specific conditions? Because if we do not know, then we cannot address those conditions accordingly. So they also need to talk to their instructor. It's required that they should have a fitness instructor so that they can be guided. Such people, we do not leave them to perform exercises on their own. Because some of them just go on YouTube, copy some exercises and feel it's okay, even though they, they have prescribed exercises. But the intensity, the duration matters a lot. And that's why, like um, Dr. Chinasa said initially, you have the case of people collapsing. Even the, the tiniest exercise some people do, they can still collapse. It just depends on the intensity. You can be doing something for five minutes and just collapse. That is because of the intensity of that exercise, not even the duration at, at this particular time. So we just plead with people that if you have certain conditions, get a exercise expert or an instructor to guide you on those prescribed exercises. That's one of the major things. Thank you for, for, for talking to us. Now, what made you become a fitness instructor? What, what inspired you? Okay. Um, first of all, I studied human kinetics and health, all about movement, and then the health education part of it. And then I went on to do occupational health and safety and economics as well. They all work hand in hand. We also have biomechanics, anatomy and physiology. Because without knowing the human body and how it functions, you cannot really do things for anybody or even for yourself. So as a, as a fitness um, specialist or a fitness instructor, you have to understand the human body and how it works. The different parts of the body, the body systems, and then specific um, like injuries, specific cases of um, illnesses. We need to know all those things so that we can address those situations accordingly and know the kind of exercises to even... Um, and back on how does that, yeah. how does your role differ from a physiotherapist? Oh well, for physiotherapists, they actually use machines. So most of them use machines. We use the natural parts. We use your own body. Then we use um exercise equipment as well. So not machines, but exercise equipment. I know you might say, oh, machines are like the the unicars. The in the gym, you have all the treadmills and yeah they are machines but we're also we're just talking about the equipment parts say resistance bands the dumbbells the kettlebells the um because the resistance band we have several types of them so the yeah. different ones then we have um for for instance in yoga we use just the yoga blocks the mats in pilates that's when you begin to add all those bands into it and all of that 
So it's there are a range of exercises and there are different equipments that go with them. So that's just uh, the combination that we use. And in some cases, oh. we don't even use anything at all. We expect, yeah. we, in some cases, we expect that you can use your body first. If you can use your body, like some people believe that until they lift weights, then they are not okay. And the truth is that for something like yoga, for, for an activity like yoga or um, Pilates, you use your body weights. And I tell people, once you can even lift your body weights, you don't even need the dumbbells and the heavy weights. Because imagine yourself lifting yourself and you are 60 kg. How do you lift yourself? When you can successfully do even a press-up, a push-up, you're lifting your weight without any physical equipment. And then you are strengthening certain parts of your body, certain group of muscles in your body already without the external weight or the external load, what we call that. Because some of those things are actually damaging to the body if you do not do them the right way. That's the fact. Very true. Very true. And then you, you would actually end up with more problems if you don't, if exactly. you don't get trained how to use them right, which a lot of exactly. people are not aware of. So some At people go to the gym and end up having so much pain that it puts them uh -huh. off exercises altogether. So yeah. talking about that, now just because I know there are a lot of people who are like me, who are sitting down listening to this and thinking, ah, these people have come again, talking about exercise. I did one gym membership, the thing ran out. I did another one, it ran out. I never ever went to any. I, what can we do for those of us? I mean, she's talked about walking. But I'm sure there's more than walking that we need to do. How do we inspire people who just want to sit at home and but yet find a way to get going? Okay, yeah. Sitting at home, I like like um, Dr. Shinasa said rightly, and even in economics, we advise that that's sedentary living actually. So when you sit, you set a timer, 30 minutes you're up, you're moving around. But in terms of motivation, because it's quite difficult, especially for human beings, that's why some people get fitness trainers because they can't really do these things themselves. So um, aside from the music and all that, you can make it all fun and games for yourself. You can get some equipment that you can use. Like if you get those um, resistant bands, they're usually fun to use because you get to explore your body. You get to explore how far you can go with these things. So just a little bit of pull from some of those bands in different directions, you begin to find out that, oh, I can actually do this, I can do this. And then you want to go further. Those are the little motivation that we can put um, put out to people. Then also, probably by watching some videos too. Some people prefer, oh, if they even if they sit at home and they're watching a video, they can be motivated to move aside from music because they are seeing things, they are seeing people moving, even if it's not a serious movement, maybe just dance and all that. They see, and we are we as humans, we are triggered by what we see sometimes, aside from what we hear. So they get motivated with that as well. Then, well, people read books though. Some books uh, have a um, pictorial um, <laughs> um, depiction of people um, that do exercises, how they look, and um, the ones that don't look too well when they don't do exercises. So if there is a kind of um, um, PDF or pop-ups that come out, having this um, this um, view of people doing something, an activity, people get motivated.
motivated by that as well. I've seen people that actually get motivated by that. Wow. So, now, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, the program is coming to the end and I need to ask this first question. First, biggest question for me is dancing. How effective yes. is dancing as an exercise? Because I like to dance. Is that enough? Uh, actually, uh, it's not enough, but there are different stages of dance. You have the mild dance. It, like again, I, I talked about intensity in the first, um, the first time I talked about um, exercise. So we have the intensity of the dance and the duration. So even if you like to dance, at what intensity are you dancing to reach a certain um, rate of metabolism where your metabolism kicks in? Because some people have slow metabolism. So if you like dance and slow and all that, it can be relaxing. That's why there are also, we need to address that there are also different reasons for the exercise. Are you doing it for emotional stress? Are you doing it because you want to lose weight? Are you doing it because you just want to keep fit? Are you doing it because you want to improve the mobility of your joints? So, first of all, you need, you need to identify, as a person, you need to identify, why am I even exercising? Because saying, oh, for general well-being, some people don't even understand what the general well-being is. But by the time you break it down to people and say, oh, do you want to look good? Do you want to be 10 years younger? Exercise. Mm. Do you want to have strong bones? And do you want to uh, put off arthritis? Do this. If you want to get your heart rate uh, pumping up, because some people uh, a little bit of lazy and then they need their blood, to, they need their heart pump blood properly. Do this. So, like um, the doctor, um, Doctor Chinasa said, the cardiovascular system too is is on its own. So there are some exercises you do just for emotional release. Very slow, nice exercises. Yoga, I, I specialize in yoga right now because it is what I deal with seniors. So it, it's, it's safe for them. But again, yoga intensity matters. You might think it's all about sitting down and meditating and all of that. It's beyond that. You could make it cardio and people cannot even do it. And they'll say, ah, but it's yoga. But that doesn't mean it can be for distressing what we call the yin yoga. And then you're just calm. You might not be burning as much calories as you think you want to burn because it's just for emotional release. And then when you step it up a little bit to the cardio part, you will burn a lot of calories, you know, and it is synonymous to even weightlifting. So some people say, oh, I want to look like this. Yeah. I want to be sculpted, body sculpting. You see some women going to the gym and... All they do there is squatting. Why are they squatting? They want their asses to be sculpted. And that's another mistake a lot of people make. You do not just build one part of your body. You work on all groups of muscles in order to have proportional body and, and then equality around the body anyway. So some men yeah. too, they build their upper part. They carry the dumbbells and the heavyweights and they forget the lower part of their body. And that can even cause problems for them. Some of them later have back aches and they begin to wonder, but I've been exercising for years. But what have you been doing? It has been damaging the body over time. And these yeah. body um, damages, they don't come at once. 
they come gradually. You hardly even notice it. Although some people, they, they get signs because the body will give you signs. If you ignore the signs and continue, then you just end up damaging your body. And unfortunately, we all age. As you're aging, the body is degenerating, the spine is degenerating. So whatever you do when you're young will have an effect when you're old. I'm currently working with somebody that is like 65 years old. And he told me he used to exercise then. Why is he having these issues? I said, were you doing it correctly? What were you doing? Who was yeah. guiding you? Yeah. So you might be doing okay. it and then... So, right, so what the moral of the story is we need to exercise but we need to know what we need to do well exactly. unfortunately time has gone for us so we can't really focus on much i don't know does do you have any last words for our listeners uh, i would just say if, don't overthink it just do it like be like nike or something i call it nike just do it you know just move just don't overthink it just move thank you thank you very much Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela.